is a different type of interview for me because the business I'm interviewing, I help co-start it. Um, and here we are, you know, sitting in, take us back a little bit when we sat in Carl's in Kruenstadt. I think we were having a few drinks for that weekend. Um, you know, look, I think that that is that's very interesting how this business started because as most of things do around friendships, um, it, it started with a party, you know, it was... We were literally we were sitting, and I think it was beer number eight, <laughs> <laughs> or whiskey number, or whiskey number nineteen. When 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 Coral, um, which subsequently Coral is the the was the guy as mentioned earlier, he's the current CEO of the Cernic Group. Um, Cernic is the holding company for Country Meat, um, and Coral is a very reserved sort of person, and he's always he does things. He always surprises you if I put it that way. Yeah. Um, so. We were sitting there and, and he was saying, yes, boys, I want to go show you something. And we got into his bucky and uh, I think about two minutes later we were there. Yeah. It's Grandstadt. Um, <laughs> and then he said, look look at this. And and we were standing in front of the first country meat butcheries. Yeah. Like, uh, and it was just instantaneous. I don't I don't know if you recall, but it was about two minutes later we said this is going to Joburg. That's two, what's happening. Two two minutes. I think it yeah. started immediately and I hit and I think we from there had zoom focus. Yes. Now we wanted to. But do you remember also that it was in a time that there was this meat thing about donkey meat being in different yes. types of boudoir, not knowing what goes into your meat. And I remember that night where we said like, Okay, you've got the farm. You've got the abattoir, and I think by then they had it for about 20 years or something like yes. that. And we were like, well, you need to complete the value chain, mm. and that value chain need to be shared with the rest of South Africa. Um, and obviously being in Joburg, I think that was naturally our first comfort zone. Um, and, um, and I remember um, even looking for places in our pajamas. Yeah, no, no, look, that, uh, that started uh, on that Monday when we were back. I, I, I'm telling you, but I, I, no. I, I, no, I, I, you remember the no, same I remember thing, very clearly, you yeah. and your robe. I don't know what the hell's up with that. I think you were like, um, but pimp daddy. Um, uh, so, yeah. so no, look, so that started literally on Monday night. And as you said, the fo- the focus was immediately there. It wasn't something that, oh, shucks, it's going to take time. We're going to ponder it. And it took time. Look, the one thing that we did well is I think we planned well in yeah. the sense of it must have taken us about a year before we, before we opened our doors. So it wasn't something that we just jumped into in the sense of, we didn't. We did plan. We planned a lot. Yeah. Um, but although the, the night before packing the shelves, it felt like we had just decided to yeah, open. Yeah, to, to go. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. So, so, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You, 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 what's that saying? You, you don't know what you don't know. Um, yeah, the naivety. W- yeah, the naivety. You know, we thought we knew, and we, mm. we really didn't. Yeah. Um, we thought we planned. We thought we planned. Yeah. We thought we planned. But that's a good point. So a lot of people at the moment, I said to Tammy the other day, you know, pension funds are being released. A lot of people are going into early retirement. So I can see a massive amount of money being available for a while. And now people are going to start new businesses. And, um, you know, we were, uh, uh, the butcheries was quite, and I don't think we realized it from the beginning, but it's quite a cash intensive uh, business, especially to set up store and, and, and stock and et cetera. But a lot of companies are going to start. And I remember um, the first Saturday we opened up, uh, was it the Saturday morning? We opened up the 16th or the 19th of January. 19th of January, yeah. Then we turned something like 35 grand. Correct me if I'm wrong. Dad. It was 36,000 rand, 36,200 rand. Just something shows you, just shows you what keeps in our memory. Then yeah. on the Monday morning we turned five. No, 
Nein, 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 we did 3,200. <lacht> 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 the first few months, we used to count, every time we got to a 10,000, we were like, woo! Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. So now we literally, I don't think we, 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 we did more than, in the first three months, mm. we didn't do more than 10 grand uh, yeah. a day. There's no yeah. chance. There's not even, yeah. You know, when I go back to the original thinking, it was the farm, it was the abattoir, and it was the meat. Mm. And it was to ensure that there's a, a value chain that controls the, the input and the output um, of that particular product. And it was a great story to sell. Um, I think we were definitely one of the first, I can't tell you exactly, except maybe a few factory shops. We were one of the first ones to really complete that value chain in its entirely. Uh, yes. Entirety. Um, yes. And I think... Um, have a shopping experience that wasn't what the traditional butchery experience had been, which was quite manly. The um, look and feel of it wasn't important. Um, and that was definitely something I think Country Meat brought to the table for sure. The, the big part of inflation at the moment is food inflation. Yeah. And, and, and why is there food inflation when the, when the actual farm gate prices are, haven't changed? Mm. So what's changed? The logistics has changed, yeah. okay? The, the retail office, uh, offices, the, the way that they house their corporate the institutions, all the red tape becomes, around it, all the... It becomes our problem. It becomes our problem, okay? Yeah. So, so I think for once, we've figured out, like, the stuff that we wanted, the reasons why we started the business was to bring a phenomenal quality right. product right. at a better price right. because there's no middlemen, mm. okay? That was the idea. That 100%. was to say... And, and, and I must be honest, we tried to, at the beginning, we masked... A bit of our issues we wanted to pass on the pricing uh, because to, to, to but luckily most of those issues are non-issues anymore because now we know what we didn't know yeah you know so 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 the value that uh, that we give with the quality that we give is exceptional um and 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 for that reason I'd, I, I think it's a no-brainer it really is a no-brainer and even you know what we've seen now with this lockdown with our restaurant in Linden it's we are doing now um as of last night, we, we're doing 60% of our turnover that we did last year, July. Mm. I don't think there's one restaurant in the country that can say they're doing 60% of what they did last July. No. And the reason being is, is and, and that's without alcohol. You know, alcohol is yeah, about so 50% so of our sales. sales. So actually in food sales, we're up 10%. Yeah. And why? Because the quality is phenomenal and the pricing is super affordable. Yeah. And it's not that you're not getting great quality. I mean, that same steak you'll, 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 you'll eat at the Saxon. Yeah, or at the Westliff. Yeah, or at the, and you'll pay seven times the price. So, so you know, I think we figured out the reasons why we started the business is now actually really coming to yeah, fruition. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 that sort of thing. So you're welcome, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so in a nutshell, that's why you know that's why it's it's. Uh, yeah, it's no, you're right. I remember, um, and we can put this in somehow. But I remember. Um, what what really annoyed us, and I remember going into I won't name their name, but you know you're paying for an eighty or hundred gram bultong, four hundred and fifty rand a kilo if you convert if you convert it, it yeah. kilos. The same with nuts. I remember, and it's still to this day, Dan. You know people, and I and I really I'm still annoyed with it because I think it's it's fooling people. They package and box it smart so that it looks super value. You no, know, not no. no okay, go go go. go. Don't have the wool pulled over your eyes, okay? Okay. Don't, don't have the woolies pulled over your eyes. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, 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 and in, into any of these shops, and yeah. and 
and see how they package their meat. 800 gram packets. Always. Why? Yeah, because they want because the perception is it's a kilogram. kilogram. I'm buying. 100%. Okay, then you go to the competitor and you say, okay, but they price per 800 grams but their price is 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 99.95 yeah your price is is is, is 109 so you much more say, yeah but you're getting 120 rand <laughs> worth of yeah versus the and that is well that's retail you know and and, and those are the tricks okay so the pickup price is everything you, you and 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 obviously through time you learn these things you say okay but listen if i put four chops a bit thinner in a pack the pickup price is going to be 100 rand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, you know what? Now, pricing goes up, so slice the chops a bit thinner yeah. and pack them in the same pack and people won't... But you, you see, there's a devil in the detail there. People aren't stupid. No. And, 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 and what you quickly learn is, okay, you'll do that once. And then yeah. the oak gets home yeah. and, and he's got him and four mates there and he wanted to give each guy a chop, a piece of horse, and everyone's angry afterwards. Yeah. And he goes, you know what, I was just bedorned. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and he'll never come back. So, you know, but unfortunately that is retail and there's a lot of, there's a lot of tricks in it. Yeah. And, and certain, some of them are very good and some of them are, are really not. So yeah. it's how you, how you work through it and how you understand it, you know. So um, I, I can't remember exactly I can't remember exactly what was the um, number when we started, but I remember, Dan, correct me if I'm, but 50 or 60 plus percent was in meat is being distributed in the country still in independent butcheries. Uh, is that still the case? With, no, or I, did think, I, have I think, no, I think what, what happens is, is a lot of, uh, you, you think of a lot of wholesale yeah. and that, that goes through the wholesale and then into restaurants. I think there's still the biggest foothold of, 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 Retail meat, meat is definitely still, independent still no 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 it's definitely still with the with the with the big boys with the big boys okay. and with the big boys naming checkers pick up yeah, a right, uh, right, spa, and, spa and all of that yeah. but one of the trends that we did the reason one of the, the you said it why are we gonna this needs to go to Joburg because um the, the, it's almost like a market disruptor in a mm. way yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you yeah, know yeah, yeah. we I wanted know. to disrupt the market yeah, and completely. say go back to old school it's so funny if you think about it okay um. Everything that's happening now, okay. Let's take let's take take something very simple, okay. I don't know if you noticed when you were at school, okay. People wore um, our 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 parents when in the sixties all wore bell bottoms, okay. Then when we were about standard seven, standard eight. Yes, like it. Everyone wanted to cop a bell bottom. And dangerines. And, 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 and it's funny. What's the shoe? Um, yeah, Doc, uh, Martens. Doc Martens or, 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 or uh, Buffaloes. buffaloes. <laughs> 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 so it's, it's funny how things go like sort of 360, okay? Where we are now, everyone's thinking oh, just online deliveries and this is such new age and it's such. All that has changed, okay, is the method of placing the order. That's all that's changed. What's actually happened is we're just going back to what happened when we were on school. When I was at school, my mom phoned the butcher and said, on Friday we're having a braai. Please bring us fillet, this, that, that. And and funny enough, on a Friday, the oak will rock up with his bucky and we'll have our stuff, okay? Yeah. And then You're that right. disappeared. You're right. Okay, that disappeared. Okay, the milk deliveries. I mean, you yeah. had milk bottles delivered to your door every mm. single house. Mm. It was, it was, it was not. And everyone's like, oh, look at Amazon. Look how special and look, take a lot. And 
fuck, man. This stuff was this stuff was stuff that gets goes years off. Ago. Yeah, that needs to be coldly delivered. Yes, coldly was delivered, delivered in thousands of packages. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So so that's interesting view. So so all that's happening now is technology is saying, okay, well, I can look at it on an app and I can choose now a few nice things. But essentially, it's doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. So the reason why we started this business was to say, okay, we that people used to buy the meat. Yeah. And what happened to that? Yeah. People, all the butcheries, or most of the butcheries died down, okay? There was one or two select ones That's left sure. and whatever. But, but they were the, owned by big but they boys. Were, yeah, yeah, in any case. So, yeah. so the fact of it is, is that that's the gap that we saw. And we said, okay, listen, we want to hit that gap, okay? But seven years later, it's exactly what is happening, is that everyone wants to buy from the... The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, yep. your your artisan guys. Yep. People are hutful of being uh, one of uh, 10,000. Uh, I want it customized. You know what? I want my chop three centimeters thick. Yeah. And I can't get it at Woody's. Yeah. And that is as simple as it is. Now we've launched our online business. Massive, massive success. But I'm saying to the guys, this is not new. Guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not new. Don't fool yourselves. Everything is just going back to a, a previous day. So, so, so if you have an idea, think about these things. Think about what really worked 30 years ago. Yeah. People always say, look to the future. Well, yes. Sometimes not. But, some, but sometimes not. History, yeah. look, look back. Look mm. what, what was great look and what's not there anymore. Look what was hindsight. great and what's not there anymore. Yeah. And what can I do to bring it back? Because people are longing for those things. People yeah. are longing for an old school yeah. thing. So... So when you've got an idea, test it a bit to that and say, okay, I don't always have to be a market disruptor by something brand new. Well, people are thinking George Bichels is the best thing since sliced bread and this, but, but he's just doing what people were doing 30 years ago, Completely. just on a bit, bit of a more structured basis and, and adding a few bells and whistles to it. But essentially it's the same thing. So here we are, uh, country meet, um, have a fantastic online offering, uh, two locations, Linden and Four Ways. Um, you offer specialized cuts. So if you want to make, have anything specifically cut, because I'm one of those mm. guys. I want my chops a certain way, Dan. Mm. That's why I still come back to the butchery mm. um, and make sure that I get my chops that way. Um, and, you know, you can find them also in the restaurants. So, you know, call to action for them to support it. Um, the restaurant trade, which is obviously suffering at the moment. And if you don't allow, if you allow me, Dan, just mm. to have a moment uh, myself, just to say thank you to everybody that supported us in the beginning. You know, to spend that first money with an untrustworthy or a, a non Unno unknown, an unknown, um, and for and for sticking seven years later when you said that, it just hit me. You know, a business always say three years. What's the three year no, cycle? Five years. Five whatever, years. Yeah. You're in the seven-year cycle, Dan. So also congratulations and also mm, well thanks, done. Man. Well done for continuing the business, putting it in a great position at the moment. You can always open conversation with you if you need anything, want to discuss anything. And I think the biggest thing for us is like we always said, and I remember it in the beginning, we, Oaks got kicked off. If you brought Checkers meat to a, to a braai, you got kicked off the briar. Mm. If that guy's, <laughs> you do not use my calls 
for that meat. <laughs> and I remember that. Um, and I think that uh, we're going into a time again where people want to understand where it comes from, who makes it, and that there's some story to the meat that we bry. Because it's such a big part of what we do. You know, and then when you speak about it and afterwards, I almost always nervous when the meat, you know, when you cook mm -hmm. it, is it going to be enjoyed? Are people going to love it? Is it going to be uh, um, soft? Is it going to be tender? Is the fat ratio going to be good? So it's such a big part of what we do, you know, and, they, and there's such a value chain. If you think about birth to slaughter, the, 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 the amount of time and effort and people and hands and, and value that goes into that. Then what, if you think about the support structure, so yes, when you buy a steak from Country Meat, you pick it up. But what you're not thinking about is the over just over 700 people at the moment that yes. work in the group the people in the logistical trucks the people that does the packaging for us freddie hurst that does the spicing for us we have a value chain that we support and if you take that value chain into consideration when you pick up that piece of meat you theoretically could support up to six thousand people depending on what ratio you use in the country support versus income so that's really what we want to try and highlight here is that when we do conscious purchasing, understand what you're purchasing, where you're purchasing it from, but also be a bit more accommodating. And I'm not saying um, accept bad service or accept bad quality, but I remember one of the driving reasons for, um, for perishable meat or meat that we had to get rid of is because we had this pressure of filling the shelves. Mm. And that pressure came from consumers because the perception was that if the shelves aren't full, the business isn't doing well or the meat is slow or whatever mm. that might be. So I'm saying that it's time for consumers to be a bit more conscious, you know, in what they purchase and, and what they ask for. Um, you know, we always, I had a saying, Dan, I won't put this onto your existing customers, where a customer would hold me to, in the office, uh, in the butchery for a half an hour about where does the meat come from, where do they eat, mm. and then they buy McDonald's on the way home, mm. you know. Um, and, and we want to try and raise a bit more consciousness, but also have a bit more compassion towards businesses in the country. You know, a restaurant at the moment that, for instance, is 10 minutes late with your burger, mm of what they're going through at the moment, they're running with less staff, less supported, and then, you know, not to go and write them one out of five, mm -hmm. you know, because they got 10 minutes late with your um, your order. I think that's the compassion that I say. We still need to hold each other accountable, but I think we just need to have a bit more consciousness and compassion in what we do to one another. No, definitely. A big point there is that um, people need to, to, to pull the finger out of their ass a bit. And and it is it it's 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 hard in a way uh, for certain people to do, but you know I I saw a different side to it when those four days before lockdown, when people were panic buying, yeah, um, and I said to the guys at the stage, you know, it it, it I wish business could be like this in the sense of there was not one complaint, there wasn't one thing. Oh, you haven't got a loin chop, mm. okay, well. Take the shoulder chop thing. Yeah. You know, because what happens is we waste, as a as a world, we waste so yeah. much through that behavior. Okay. Completely. So, so everyone wants the loin chops. Okay. That's why the loin chops are priced a lot more because everyone wants the name loin chops. Supply okay? and demand. Supply and demand. But we spoke about balancing earlier. If you don't sell the whole animal, you, you don't. Okay. So, so pricing in a butchery is all dependent on certain cuts people want more, certain cuts people want less. The meat is the same animal. That's there's, there's no difference there. Yeah. So, okay, certain cuts might be softer than others. Okay, there's a lot of then, that, that then goes there's, into there's it. But there's a way to prepare but, it to but, cook but it. But there is. So, I think if people can just get past themselves, okay, they can actually save money. 
yeah. firstly by yeah. buying down a bit yeah okay and they can be a bit adventurous by trying different things and and trying different methods of cooking um but it was just so nice for us to for that time for that four days that we had not to be so super stressed that we don't have enough loin chops because what what happens is now you buy more lambs okay mm-hmm. then you break those lambs mm-hmm. Then you can't move all that product, and like ten percent yeah, of the whole carcass is loined. Yes, <laughs> and then you can't move all that rest of the product. Okay, yeah. then what inevitably happens is you throw away. Yes, okay, that's what happens. No, you throw away, and what inevitably happens is now the next ones you have to price up a bit more because you have to make up for your losses. Okay, yeah. but but the whole thing is around people are just they want what they want, and and it's all about them. It's it's like, mm. and mm. for once, it seemed. Even though it was all about them, it seemed to us as it wasn't as it for for once it was just great. Yeah, it was just great. And if we could run our business like that, we can most probably cut our prices by ten percent. Yeah. If 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 people start learning to to consume differently, we can cut our prices. We can be better to the earth. We can feed more people. Yeah. We can. But it's it all starts with individuals. It starts with people realizing, okay, but Alden, I'm not that super important, and maybe I must just change my behavior slightly. To accommodate the next person, I'll tell you, uh, and I know we've got long. To, I'll, I'll finish on this from my side, but with um, if you take a lamb, and and then you take you've got the loin chops, you've got the rib chops, which is your two premium ones. But what we did was we made a slow cooker um, with the balance of the chops. You know the shoulder chops and what do you call it, Dan? Uh, yeah, that's uh, just the, the, yeah. The chump chops and the leg chops and the yeah. But here's the thing. So one, it was a lot more cost effective. But two, we ate for three days because mm. we made because it's effort to put it into a pot that's let's say four to six hours. You yes. make bulk. You make more. And now you eat it on a sandwich three days later. You know, and 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 to me, that's the consciousness that I want everybody to go into. Um, you know, and, and it's the same year, you know, instead of buying a coffee every single day and then wasting that packaging and all of that. And then one, you've got compassion that there's people behind that brands and that's working there, but fill up your, um, your flask. Yeah. But I think people have, because people have come around big time. I think it took something like this whole virus thing agree with you. to, to, to make us think differently. You know, to give you an idea, okay. Two patties at the moment. 250 gram patties, beautiful patties, 33 rand, okay? So it's 16 rand a patty, okay? A bun, let's call it 2 rand 50, okay? A bit of tomatoes, okay? So the cost of a burger, I mean a gourmet, brilliant, brilliant, best best ingredients you can buy, Nine. under 20 rand. Under 20 bucks. Under 20 bucks, okay? Now you do that for a family of five, so you're talking 100 bucks, okay? Now you order in. Oh, delivery is 100 bucks. Delivery is 100 bucks. You order five burgers, you're looking at 500 bucks, now you're looking at 600 bucks, yeah. okay? Versus 100, okay? And plus the bun, you don't know what's in the bun, yeah, plus you don't plus, know what's in the patty. All, yeah, so, so, so all of those things, and I think people have learned through this whole lockdown, everyone has become a chef. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's ever been as much chefs in the world well, as yeah. current. Chefs, chefs and alcohol makers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chefs and, yeah. So, so I think um, people have come a long way. And I'm not saying don't eat at a restaurant. I'm not saying, but those should be treats. It should be, you know, it shouldn't be, you shouldn't be eating that stuff all the time. It's not good for you. It's not good for anyone to eat all the time. I mean, now and again is great. Yeah. But just like that, support the small business. It is very important. It is very important to, 
to know your community the money that you spend in your community stays in your community yeah money that you start spending and it's, and it's immediate impact and, and it's immediate impact immediate. okay and, and 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 when you start buying buy consciously yeah the brands that you buy buy consciously they are great South African brands they are great. I mean, I know you guys do work with Lasher. I mean, I've bought, bought a, a, a spade, and, a, and and it's phenomenal. It's yeah. it's it's phenomenal quality. Yeah. But the the fact of it being is the nice thing is that money goes into South Africa. Yeah, it doesn't go into China. No, it doesn't go into the states. Taxes. And once we all start thinking like that, and we yeah. all start, and it starts in your neighbourhood. It starts yes. what's around you, what's directly around you. Yes. What's the impact of directly? Because if you buy fruit in a willies or wherever i'm not uh, gunning willies now yeah. but if you buy if it's out of season and you're buying something yeah you have to say to yourself well listen where's this stuff coming from this rather demand, yeah rather and and i know that's what i've been talking about earlier we want the loin chop that's what we want mm, mm. that's all about us mm. but no okay think about it you're buying a strawberry it's not strawberry time where's yeah. this thing coming from yeah 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 Go and look. Okay, this thing is important. Okay, now follow that chain. Okay, follow the money. Where's the money going to? Yeah. No, no, for sure. And and if we start being more conscious on that level, we will make a difference. Yeah. It's as easy as it is. It's not. It's not. It, 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 it's as easy as it is. We've got enough money in the country. We just have to be conscious. I said to somebody the other day, one buyer can change a factory. And he, somebody looked at me and I said, in Walmart right now, in Checkers, in Pick and Pay, Woolworths, with any of these big chains, there's a buyer that's got 500 million rand to spend. Where is he spending it? And he chooses to spend that money, if he chooses to spend that money with a local company, tomorrow, he, he pays today, tomorrow morning, the impact's immediate. They have to gear up, they have to get this, they have to get, that money is all at the, the other way to me, it's a product with a markup and then the money fl flies over. Yeah. That's it. And the footprints between those two. And that's why I say the more action we speak about this. But then at the same time, I don't ask for emotional support, Dad. No, no, no. no. I, say, I merit. say merit. Merit. And that's what we try and do here is because there's a lot of posts at the moment, support local, support local, support local. And I hear all of that. I mean, you don't have to convince this man. I've been saying that for 13 years. But what I'm also saying is step up, SA companies. Be global standards. Make sure your after-sale care is in incredible. You know, 70% of complaints in this country for two years was defect product and after-sale care. Mm. That's where our country became towards. And now when you speak about that product, it's defect, shitty products that's part of that complaint sector. Mm. Because where was it before that? It's because all of a sudden the buyers are now going further down the value chain on cheapening us. Mm. And they're cheapening us. You know, and then on top of it, those those products carry no value afterwards. Has no recyclable components. I can carry on just like yeah. you. Um, but I think for us, it was a very big privilege, Dan, for you to be here this morning, afternoon, and it. Um, I didn't even realize I was still speaking in us. Mm. Um, but I think that's what you say. It's a type of business that we've built that we allow to still sit in here and still yeah, talk definitely. to each other. You know, and um, and and that country meet will forever. Be part of my blood. Um, I think it's just the way we started it um, between the friends um, that it will never leave my blood. And thank you very much. And for everybody that supported us in the beginning and still does today, um, I'm really grateful for that. Um, um, and I um, wanted to just note that personally. No, thank you. And thanks, thanks, Tammy. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> you, eh? you two were just going at it for so long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was good. Thanks, Dan. No, thanks thank a lot. Thanks. Appreciate your time. Thanks.